0: Hard work pays off, dreams come true, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Hey everybody, what's up? How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's having a great what is it? I don't even know what day it is. Today this week is it's going by so slow. Uh typically we talk about how fast it goes and now we're going slow. Any new listeners, I am Jordan. I love talking about video games. We're here to talk about video games today. You know the vibes, that's what we're here for. And welcome to the X Button Podcast where we enjoy, we celebrate all kinds of stuff we 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 love movies tv shows music games this is a gaming podcast but we talk about it all we have off-topic episodes where we talk about other things lately we've been talking a lot about wwe 2k22 which if you didn't know it has a very expensive edition thanks a lot 2k where you can exclusively get the NWO version, which is a version that comes with NWO versions of Hulk Hogan, uh, NWO versions of Kevin Nash 6, uh, you get Eric Bischoff, and then you get a, a guy named Scott Hall, who unfortunately passed recently um, last night, or I guess yesterday. And it's weird. I know we, we typically don't like cover deaths on this Podcasts. I mean, we don't really do into that, but it, it's it hits kind of home and kind of on topic now that it's like we just got done covering a WWE video game uh, of, of which has a version that has Scott Hall on the cover. I feel like I'd be remiss to not bring it up a little bit, but yeah, man, uh, he passed away at the age of 63, I believe, due to a heart attack or multiple heart attacks. Uh, He was part of one of the biggest, if not the biggest, factions of WWE, F, WCW entirely. Um, They have iconic things they do. He says, like, hey, yo, Uh, you know, he's got the, we're not the bad guys. (laughs) Uh, And he is the bad guy. That's kind of like what he advertised himself as when he was raising Ramon back in the 90s. And. Uh, obviously they have like the Wolfpack stuff with NWO and it's just a, it's a weird time we're living in where like all my childhood heroes are getting older and it kind of hits home when it's like, damn, it's like, we, we grew up with these guys. It's, it's weird to see certain people pass. And like, for instance, when Eddie Guerrero passed, I was like, I couldn't really like take it in or, or like realize what that meant to me, uh, simply because I was young. I was too young. I was enjoying wrestling for the entertainment, not for, like, who the people really were. But now that I'm older and I've listened to many podcasts and watched a lot of shoot interviews and, um, you know, after they're all retired, they're kind of opening up about their time in the business. And I think uh it kind of makes you, like, appreciate them a lot more. And to see Scott Hall, which he's done countless interviews, he's been, uh you know, very, very... um what do you call it he said he's such a fan of wrestling he's like a a huge fan of wrestling and he he still he was going to shows he's helping people out with matches he was uh connected to the business uh of wrestling like very very closely and it's just unfortunate man absolutely sucks to see him go uh and that's all i wanted to say about that i just felt like i needed to touch on it because this is like (laughs) somebody from my childhood who i wasn't like, growing up, I wasn't the, you know, the biggest fan of him. I wasn't, like, he wasn't my favorite wrestler at the time, obviously. Um, but I did appreciate him. Like, when, when I got 2K this year, um, like, whatever, a week or two ago, I he was, like, the first one I picked. He's the first character I picked to play the game. And it's just because Scott Hall is such a, a character. He's such a great persona. And the way he portrayed himself in in that uh, realm was, like, flawless, and uh, he was just great at what he did, and yeah, that's all I have to say about it. It's just awesome. He's he's such an awesome person, and it's unfortunate that he is gone now, Uh, so rest in peace to Scott Hall, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. Other than death, uh, (laughs) I'd like to maybe lighten the mood uh, by talking about other things today like the PlayStation State of Play that is going to be happening Uh, regarding Hogwarts, which is going to be interesting because that's a game that I've been curious about for a long time. We're going to be talking about the Halo series premiere getting uh, reviewed. I'm going to see if there's actually a Metacritic on that. Halo series TV Metacritic. God, my allergies are kicking my ass. Uh, Yeah, we'll talk about the Metacritic. Yikes. Um, So... Um, I'm going to give you guys a little bit more on the Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Oh, they got a review out. Nice. I can check that Metacritic as well, which would be very, very nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, wow. What the hell? All right. We're going to talk about that for sure. Uh, and then we are also. I'm not building the show as we're talking, you know, about the intro. No worries. Um. But, I, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about the, so, uh, what have I been playing? I don't know if you guys know this. I platinumed Elden Ring, and it is just, I'm a force to be reckoned with. I'm on a different level. I am a, 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 a monster. I'm just joking. Uh, I got help with certain trophies, um, like this weapon I miss. Stevie Boy, Stevie Lol, Stevie Wonder, he fucking dropped that for me. Helped out, so shout out to him. And the platinum is done. We got all the we got all the weapons. We got all the storylines. We got all the bosses killed. Um, yeah, and it's a fun game. I love that game, man. It's still a ten out of ten. If you didn't know, still an absolute ten out of ten. And I'm excited to say that I am still playing the game. Like I just still hopped back on there today. I, I played a lot of wrestling today, and uh, I. Hopped back into Elden, and it's just as fun. I got this weapon that is, it's called like the, uh, what was it called? It's called like a a gargoyle halberd, and there's a way to make it a heavy halberd, and it it gets as close as it can to what my previous weapon was doing, but it hits faster. So it'll do damage a lot quicker. I should have been using it from the beginning, but what are you going to do? I did the Ruins Greatsword the whole time, um, and yeah, that's it, you know? Love that game. Absolutely love it. One of the best Souls you g- No, I'll say it. It's the best Souls game ever made. And uh, if, you guys are, if you guys haven't picked it up, it's a fun game to stream. It's a fun game to play. Uh, a lot of people like seeing newer people on the game to kind of laugh at their misery. Uh, not me, though. You know, I support you guys. I, I absolutely support you guys. If you guys want to dive into Elden Ring, cop that game now. Uh, lala 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 lala. Other than that... I have been playing WWE. Um, I lost my GM mode to my brother, which was awesome. Absolutely lost it. The Rock let me down big time. I tell you what, I fucking thought signing a legend was going to help, but it did not. I couldn't find anybody to put him with. I thought that uh, I thought it would be a lot more simple, and you know, I thought it was just going to be a lot easier. Uh, to just have that legend that I thought it was gonna be kind of like a cheat code and you can just kind of like fly through certain things But of course not it's never that easy certain people I matched them with just didn't get along together There wasn't any styles clashes, and there just wasn't any <sighs> He was just a nuisance really it really kind of got got in the way And I think his popularity dropped so bad that he was like irrelevant by the time I was trying to use him. so uh, Yeah, he kind of fucked it up for me, but I did enjoy that mode GM mode is super fun if you're into the technical nerdy stuff about it, um, but it, it is it is a blast, absolutely. I think I think it's enjoyable if like you don't even really know what's going on. It's kind of like a, you know, it's just a business manager. Like you're basically you have a budget, you have to sign people. Uh, you go, they give you all their stats, so you don't have to like wonder if they're good or not. And uh, there's like a system in place with like cruisers, giants, specialists. Uh, Fighters bruisers whether or not they like clash together or they they work together. Well That's kind of what you want to build your GM mode around um, Which was awesome played more my factions I still am trying to get used to it. There are weird little things about it but uh, obviously the 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 microtransaction mechanic is the driving force of that mode I haven't felt the need to buy anything because you kind of do get cards for a lot of different reasons in that game. But uh, uh, that's pretty fun, too, so far. And I also jumped into Universe, which Universe was fun. Uh, I picked Roman Reigns, though, and he's like, like, I'm fighting John Cena every week. And John Cena's kind of tough because he has, like, so much uh, resistance to everything. So, But, yeah, I'm I'm loving my time with that. Showcase mode is definitely the highlight. I Can't wait to talk more about WWE 2K22 as I progress, Um, but we'll leave that on the back burner because I feel like we've been only talking about WWE for the past couple days, and we don't have to drive that down your throats today. We can just kind of chill, shoot the crap, and talk about some Hogwarts, talk about some GTA, talk about some Halo, and Strangers of Paradise. Um, Start off with GTA, the PS5 version and the Xbox Series X version are out today. If you were interested, I think it's a $10 upgrade. If you own it, I think it is a full price or something. If you don't own it, I know the online is free for a limited time on PS5, and the uh, online mode for Xbox is, I think, $10. due to like a special PlayStation deal. Um, and then other than that, I mean, you get the full game, it, it runs better, it, lo- it loads a lot quicker. I'm watching a video now where the PS5 version from a new fresh save we to start the game and say new game took 11 seconds to load the old one took two minutes and 18 seconds freaking insane uh if there was ever a game that needed this ps5 upgrade for this fast loading it's gta i don't think it's going to help much for the online because i know that's mostly server-based uh i i think maybe maybe it does take a while just to load that whole map but if the if the SSD is working at that speed where you get 11 seconds dying to know what this looks like online, uh, I'm, I'm definitely like curious to see what this actually plays like and, and what the comparisons are. I will be getting it. So I will have impressions. Um, but wow, like that's such an improvement. I think uh, the only other game I could think of that I was like, damn, this needs better low times was monster hunter world. And that one got one, I think like day one on PS five. So and I think that was just a patch. It wasn't like an upgrade. So I'm curious to see what this does. I'm curious to see how the haptics feel, if they if they use it, adaptive triggers, if they use it. Uh, I might even possibly play the story again, depending on how good it looks and how well it plays. Because I don't have a lot to play right now. I mean, I do, but I you know, you get know what I'm saying. I don't have a ton. I don't want to jump back into Horizon yet. It, it is a very long game, and I kind of just want to take a chill pill from open-world experiences, even though I'm talking about jumping into GTA. Uh... GTA is a little bit easier to consume in the sense that it's just something I've already done. I've been in that world for countless hours, and I kind of just know my way around it. Horizon, I would have to, like, look up guides and constantly try to figure out how to get platinums, or the platinum for it, constantly figure out figure out how to get trophies. And, yeah, uh, it's, just a, it's just a longer grind. You get what I'm saying. Um, but PS5 version of GTA is out today if you guys are interested at all. I think it's going to be awesome. Hopefully it is awesome. Not sure if it's going to get reviewed. I guess, I assume it would, uh, but I, I don't think PS5 upgrades do get reviewed. Maybe they're just added to the existing game. I'm not sure, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, Other than that, let's go to Strangers. Uh, strain, I keep saying Strangers of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise, which uh, if you listened to the last episode of the podcast, I had previously mentioned that the game feels slow it feels uh, a lot different than what they originally said uh, a lot of people were campaigning for it to be a souls like final fantasy game as that's what the rumors were at least and uh the first demo kind of felt like it in a sense that it, it had like the lock-on system and it, it felt a little bit slower now it feels a lot quicker like i said on the last episode more like a dmc or an action just button masher Um, in a way, I mean, it's not technically button mashing, but you still have like dodge roll and block. Um, and then you have, I don't know. It it just graphically does not look impressive to me for it to be a PS five game and how shitty it looks in terms of like what the resolution is, the motion blur, whatever they're doing in that game to make it look so fuzzy everywhere. Bothers me. Um, this does not look like a PS five game. This looks like a PS four game that is not even well optimized for PS4 because there are great looking PS4 games and then brought to the PS5. And I hate that. But according to, uh, IGN's review, they gave it an eight, which is a great on their scale. Uh, their note says stranger of paradise, final fantasy origin story doesn't come together until the final hours. But when it does, it pairs nicely with a solid and engaging action combat system with a strong dose of FF nostalgia. Now, this doesn't really answer. Would you like it if there uh, isn't many ties like between you and Final Fantasy One? Like I, I, I never played Final Fantasy One all the way through. I played a little bit at the beginning, got stuck in a dungeon, and just quit playing. But I think that in this modern age where these games are more approachable, in the sense that like you don't have to. Um, like, like obviously the older games were limiting and, and the, in the terms of them being really long RPGs and they had a, a very strict way to play. Uh, for instance, I am literally stuck in a dungeon with no healing items and I cannot get out of it in Final Fantasy 1 um, on my phone. So I looked up ways to get, out, get, to get around it. There's no way because I just wasn't prepared to go in there. So I'm punished and I'll probably have to start a, a new save over again. Uh, unless you guys know, let me know at the email in the description. I'm not sure. But, it, yeah, I'm basically stuck in that game, and it is a bummer. But, uh, like I said, in the modern age, Final Fantasy has definitely become a lot more approachable with the likes of Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, it, it's slowly and slowly becoming more approachable, and this one seems like an interesting step in the right direction, I guess. Um, I think that these games are... Interesting like I've always loved the style the art style of these Final Fantasy games. I've loved the stories I I do think Final Fantasy origin is kind of going a different route Maybe a sidestep and not a step forward in the sense that the character the, the main character seems uninteresting I don't really care for the world too much, and I don't really care for the graphics uh, So what leaves it like what what's left is gameplay and the gameplay feels like a subpar version of Souls which I'm like stuck in between whether I'm like, should I embrace that this is not a Souls game and this is like more of a action game like DMC, or should I embrace the fact that they had a difficulty option at the beginning that I maybe should have put on hard, and maybe that's the Souls game I'm looking for? I'm not certain. I'm really not certain. I'm I'm lost at what this game wants to be. So I have it on normal, and it feels too easy. Uh, it doesn't feel like there's any challenge. But then again, I haven't fully completed the the demo. I do think the demo is lackluster. Uh, but it's interesting to see it actually get a good review here. Uh, I'm curious to see if the Metacritic, which I know we like to use Metacritic as Bible on here, but um not trying to do that. It's just, it just becomes, you know, hold on, shit, what the hell? It just becomes like an easy way to look up a overall number of all the critics' reviews on it. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying here. Uh, Of course, it's not showing up. Oh, there we go. 72. Uh, It's got 21 mixed, 21 positive. So it doesn't look like... uh, Let's see what they say. Spazio Games says, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin looks like a Neo reskin with some Final Fantasy add-on-like classes and monsters. It's a step backward due to an uninspired level design and a shallow story. Gaming Bible says, It delivers a tight, action-heavy experience where... Where you tear through hordes of enemies, earn loot, and level up. Sadly, I was unable to test the multiplayer mode during my review. But overall, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is a very good game in its own right. You gave it a 70. That doesn't sound like a very good game. Uh, It sounds like a good game, but not a very good. Stranger Paradise, this uh, NME gave it a 20 out of 100. I guess that's like the aggregated score or whatever. Stranger Paradise is... Mostly just a mess. When the gameplay works, it works unsurri- or surprisingly well, but that wasn't often enough to make it fun for its entire runtime. It's hard to make a judgment on the story, mostly, because there isn't much of a narrative. But it's even more disappointing because I wanted to spend more time with the characters because they're far from unlikable. A grand old to Final Fantasy, it is not, and it fails to appeal to the JRPG lover in me on most counts. Uh, so yeah, it's such mixed reviews. I hate when this happens where something comes out and there's just like, they're all over the place. Cause for you, you might like it more than the other guy. You might think it's the game of the year. You might think it's the best or you might absolutely hate it <laughs> or you might be stuck in the middle like I am. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's going to be worth the, the price of admission or if it's going to be a, uh, a remorseful, remorseful purchase for you. It seems like that it's kind of in the middle. (laughs) Maybe try out the demo. Maybe give the demo a really full try. Spend some time in it. Uh, Go through it a couple times if you have to. Just to get a full grasp on whether you like the game or not. Enough to buy it. Now, moving on to TV. It looks like the meta score for Halo, the movie, is a 62. Which it seems like there are five mixed reviews so far and four positive. Jeez, let's see. Uh, Variety says seeing the world through a vacant perspective might work for a game in which the audience has its own agency, but not for a show that requires its own point of view. And its first two episodes, Halo, doesn't quite have that yet. But as another entrant in that in the ever expanding Halo universe, it is at least enough. It has at least enough ambition to make it worth a closer look. So it seems like that's another mixed thing. Uh, I, I I didn't really have a lot of high hopes going into the Halo show. I honestly am probably not gonna watch it. It comes out march twenty fourth but uh, it would have to be like outstanding for me to drop into that just because I'm so I'm so comfortable with the source material that they gave me in the game form that I'm kind of iffy on going to the show form., uh, same for the last of us whenever they do develop that show fully kind of makes me like I don't know if I want to commit and like get used to these characters in another form in another way where they you know they sometimes take liberties and change the story I'm I'm dreading them doing that in any of these and apparently Halo does do that a bit so and apparently you do get to see his face in the show uh, that was confirmed at some point so if you want to see his face then it's gonna be in there apparently Uh, let's move on to the last bit. There is a state of play announced, of course, you know, the vibe state of play for March 17th. And that is for Hogwarts legacy. It's, it's the, the big Hogwarts game that is being made by Avalanche, um, WB games and Avalanche or Avalanche, uh, And yeah, according to the PlayStation blog, it says Avalanche Software and Warner Brothers Games are happy to partner with PlayStation to bring you a special edition of State of Play entirely dedicated to Hogwarts Legacy. The broadcast will begin this March uh, on Thursday, the 17th. I said that's so weird. Sorry, let me restart. Uh, We'll begin this Thursday, March 17th, at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. Central. Since we first revealed... Hogwarts Legacy, the trailer, has been viewed over 28 million times on the PlayStation YouTube channel. We promise to share more this year and we're finally ready to deliver on that promise. The show will run for about 20 minutes featuring over 14 minutes of Hogwarts Legacy gameplay captured on PS5 and concluding with some insight from a few members of the team at Avalanche Software who are bringing the Wizarding World to life. I, I'm i going to predict, and this is kind of a bold one, I guess, if uh, if it matters, <laughs> Uh, Just because it's a game that is coming out for sure, just we don't know when. I bet we're going to get a beta. I I feel like this is the perfect game to get a beta beta of some sort or a demo of some sort to kind of get a taste of what this game is going to be like. I assume if it's something that's going to have some legs and live for a while, it's probably going to need some type of beta testing to get the fine-tuning down. But who knows? This game was revealed a while back, I think like a year ago, and it was leaked I want to say like six years ago, um, there was a post on Reddit that was like, hey, I just got pulled in to, uh, to test this game, and it looks like a Hogwarts game, and I, I didn't have to sign an NDA or something like that. And they posted video, like full video, of like you walking around as a wizard and stuff, and it was leaked. And then they finally show the game, and now that it's out, it's like, okay, yeah, it's the same game, but it's all official now. I can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, enjoyed Hogwarts and Harry Potter growing up, but uh, obviously through times have changed. I think this game is going to be worth checking out. Obviously, if you do not agree with like some of the things J.K. Rowling said, you can't really, you know, punish this development team for anything she does. So, uh, if you are interested at all in this game, I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, looks like we are going to get some more interesting information on. Thursday, which I'm very much looking forward to. I think getting two state of plays back to back is kind of interesting. That's uh that's awesome. I'm I'm glad we're getting this. And I realized that like the first one was centralized on Japanese developers and things that PlayStation are working on. I'm wondering if like we're going to keep getting these small doses of state of plays instead of having these big grand bombshells. Obviously, I think we're still going to get one for E3 just to kind of keep that competitive spirit, but I think it would be kind of cool to get these like every other week or every couple weeks just to get updates on certain things because there are a lot of games in development and I think PlayStation could benefit from kind of keeping all these in our heads. Just like I think it's prime time for another God of War State of Play. Give us new gameplay. Give us a release date. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do there, but I don't I don't know when they would do that. Uh, if it if it does still come out this year, then I would assume it would have to be soon. Otherwise, maybe at least before E3 or at E3. But I don't know why you would waste that prime time for a game that we know is coming, that we've seen play, uh, gameplay of, and that we are all anticipating. Um, you can honestly just leave a date and we'll all, we'll all buy it. Um, but I, at this point, I think we could use a little refresher, show us some gameplay, show us some new stuff, and get us hype again, or maybe even more so. For God of War Ragnarok, which, I mean, that's the best case scenario. Obviously, worst case scenario is them coming out and saying, hey, 2023, God of War Ragnarok's coming out. Because they kind of did it the first time. They never said it was delayed officially until, like, later. And they were just like, hey, here's God of War Ragnarok. Remember there? It looks so dope. Look at look at this. Look at this. 2022. I'm just like, what the shit? Or I think they might have done that with uh, Horizon. But uh, either way, they're not shy about just dropping a delay. So we'll see what happens on that regard too. But for now, let's just enjoy what Hogwarts Legacy gets to bring to us. Hopefully it is a dynamic open world game with a lot of options, a lot of customization, a lot of, a lot of uh, creating your own storyline in a way. Hopefully you get to pick your own house. Hopefully you get to uh, pick your own spells. Hopefully there are reasons for the spells. Maybe there are narrative reasons or PVP, you know, things like that could be a lot of cool things happening in this game. So let's cross our fingers that it's good. And I will see you guys tomorrow. This has been, what is it? I keep forgetting the day. It's Tuesday's episode of the podcast. I appreciate you guys being here and listening so much. I appreciate all new listeners. Appreciate all old listeners. If you haven't leave an Apple podcast review, that helps out so much and uh, let's get ready for Thursday. But until then, I will see you guys Wednesday uh, with more gaming content probably have a guess. I'm not sure who yet. And we'll talk about something. So see you guys tomorrow and have a fantastic Tuesday. Bye.